Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth podcast. I'm Gus. I'm John. I'm Barbara. And I'm Gus. I was Gus expecting the wide shot. It's like, oh, no. We're, we're in another new room, and so it's relearning the camera angles again. It's constantly changing. You can, it doesn't really look that different from the camera perspective. The only thing that's different is we added a duck. <gasps> Ooh, Why it almost duck? looks like it's Photoshop. It's the duck that uh, Andrew uh, Rosas painted for this oh. competition. Why don't we put it, like, on the back? Uh, I walked in. That's where it was. Okay. Don't question the duck. Oh, those are used elsewhere. Mwah, mwah. Oh, okay. So. Just a permanent fixture of the wooden slate slots. Yeah. <laughs> Almost at <laughs> slates. <laughs> no, 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 not that. Um, happy New Year, Gus. Happy New Year. We made it. 2022. Happy New Year, I've been, Barb. Happy New Year, John. I've been look, happy New Year, John. I've been looking happy forward to this Christmas. year for a long time. You've been what? I've been looking forward to this year for a long time. Why? Because, you know, I'm like a weirdo about numbers, right? You could have just stopped at, before. <laughs> I'm a weirdo about numbers. <laughs> My birthday is 222. So okay. this year, my birthday will be 2-22-22 on a Tuesday, and I turn 44. <laughs> that is such, that is, man. <laughs> People's OCD must be like, yes. Yeah, yes, <laughs> excellent, it all lined up. Uh, so I've been, I've been, like, I remember being in elementary school, like, figuring it out, and it'd be like, 2-22-22-44. This is the birthday, this, this is, is it. it. This is the year, Gus. All downhill from here. Yes. <laughs> this is the year of that. <laughs> You do, you know you shouldn't say things like that at the beginning of any year now. Don't uh, don't claim a year. After the sh show the past couple of years have been, I'm I'm ready. Are this we allowed it. to even make like nice predictions about anything anymore? <laughs> because it's just like, man, I feel like it's gonna backfire no matter what we say. Most likely. I have so, to I have to call out the internet on something. Uh oh. The internet? The yeah. ready internet. About about New Year's. Okay. Oh. So we uh, we posted a pretty popular TikTok video at the end of the year. We did. And it, it involves us making fun of New Year's Eve 2019, jumping right into New Year's Day of 2022. Feeling like it did, yeah. Feeling like they did. There are an alarming amount of people in the comment sections on everywhere we've posted this video, TikTok, Instagram, and all that kind of stuff, of people who don't understand how dates... <laughs> and New Year celebrations work. I know. Because there's a lot of people seeing the video where behind us, the beginning of the video, since we're celebrating the end of 2019, we have 2020 above right. us. And then it jumps 2022. They, they're like, but the pandemic started. They're like, it should have been 2019 yeah. because you the pandemic was in 2020. You don't like, put the year up you're leaving. You put the year up you're We're not celebrating the end of a year. We're celebrating the beginning of right. a new year. That's why it's called... New Year's. There was someone who commented on our TikTok after we had just uploaded it being like, oh, sweetie, don't you know when the pandemic started? And I responded with, oh, sweetie, don't you know how New Year's works? Like, <laughs> don't you know how calendars work? I, I had the other day on New Year's Eve, I had tweeted uh, just like the stupid image I had made of like the Merovingian 
Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a good meme. It's a very and good meme. I intentionally, instead of putting 2020 and 2022, because of the comments on that video, I intentionally wrote December 31st, 2019 and December 31st, 2021. Because I was like, I don't want to get bombarded with people saying that the years are wrong. I don't yeah. get, like, even at the, the celebrations with the glasses, you have the new year on the glasses. I think, I think it's just, to be fair, these past two years have been a fucking shit show. And it's just like a such an awful mental toll on people ourselves included that like when you see the year 2020 you're not necessarily thinking december 2019 but like this wasn't going on yet you see 2020 and you're like fuck that was a pandemic year when it all started so mm -hmm. like maybe people's critical thinking no. was a little <laughs> no here's where i draw the line because in general <laughs> is my opinion you can roast me at the stake for this but i think this is an uncontroversial opinion People need to put more thought before they hit the enter button on comments. No. Just just type it up and then take a breath. Think. Just take a breath. E edit your copy. Could not agree with you more. And this comes from someone who's made mistakes with comments and tweets. I, I, I know. Did you know you can... There's a premium feature on... Sorry, my ADD brain just jumped. Uh, there's a premium feature on Twitter now where you could sign up for editing tweets. Is it like a paid feature? It's like yeah. Twitter Blue. Twitter Blue. They don't advertise. I saw they it don't. in the app. I had to like, I was like, what yeah. is that? And I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. I think I think we all should still have to live with our unedited tweets. I think that is a standard that should be kept for forever. As someone who used to run the social media for this company. And now runs social media for another one. <laughs> runs the social media for Squad Team Force, uh, more or less. I love. I would love an edit function. I know because I, I cannot tell you the sinking feeling mm -hmm. of putting out like a well crafted tweet that like people get alerts for and see right away, and then realizing you put the wrong there. Well, it can be yours for two ninety nine a month. <laughs> it, it, it's a valid reason to want to have it. I want it there because we have turned Twitter into literally this like historical log, you know, mm -hmm. and if people want to leave their tweets up on their accounts for forever. We should be able to go back, especially like, you know, politicians and stuff and just be like, hey, bruv, you said this. Like, I think that's just it's like it's it's historical record now. You know, it's like why even like uh, the president's account is like considered right. part of like a the public record, public record. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, don't let them edit it. Don't let them edit it. Yeah, I think it's only a limited window. You can. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like, so I I'm going to read within the, a few the, minutes. The copy. Right? Typo, forget to tag someone, give yourself time to preview and make changes to your tweet before it goes live. So it makes it sound like you have a buffer of a little bit and then your tweet goes out. Interesting. Yeah, I want I to very vague. Though. I don't know how it works because I refuse to pay two ninety nine a month for that. There's kind of, I think that's not a <laughs> Peter Hayes is calling you out because you stumbled on your words. Well quafted tweet. Well quafted tweet. <laughs> Listen, it's been a long year already. Yeah. <laughs> don't it's only the third. We talk oh a God. lot. We do talk a lot. We do. Some of us continue to get better at it. Some of us continue to get worse. What's happening with Chris? Is he having strokes every day? Dude, we recorded Tales from the Stinky <laughs> Dragon this morning. And I think, like, Chris already, I think he starts talking before he actually thinks about what he's going to say, which is why mm -hmm. I think sometimes he stumbles through some things. Yeah. But when he's doing his character Gum Gum for Tales from the Stinky Dragon, he also is doing, like, a character and a voice <laughs> that's, like, supposed to be kind of dumb. And so it just kind of, it works in its favor, though, because it kind of makes the character seem even dumber. I think, I think we, had, like, we had to call him out on a recording this morning. I was like, you're getting too much curse in your gum gum. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a impressive. lot. Very impressive. It's a lot. 
I haven't seen a lot of uh, really positive comments lately about Tales from the Stinky Dragon. I feel like more and more people are discovering it and more and more people are enjoying it. Not I, enough. I get it. I get it. We've been making stuff for forever. So, like, it's pretty. It's it's a pretty safe bet to go, like, they probably can't think of something really cool new to make. <laughs> so they're probably, like, still making the same, like, hashing out the same old stuff. I know. This is coming from someone who has so much self-hate. Sneaky Dragon's really good. I listen to it. And I like listening yeah. it. I'm in it. And I like to listen to Blaine it. Blaine was saying that he was listening to an episode and like when the theme music started playing, he got like emotional. He got excited. He got excited. <laughs> I was like, That's cute. <laughs> That's it's, funny. I, I, I think you guys shouldn't listen to it though because then you hear things that maybe your characters don't know. That happens less. What happens more is we actually get reminded of what mm. happened because my 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 memory of what happens in the recordings just almost goes away oh, immediately. Right away. Um, immediately. And we yeah. only record once a week. Once a week on average for about an hour and a half at a time. Yes. So like and then we record like I said we recorded an episode this morning but it had been Two or two and a half, maybe three weeks three since we weeks. last did our yeah. previous one because of the holidays and everything. And so, we also all have holiday brain. Yeah. Right. Everyone's just, like, wait, where were we? Exactly what was happening? So it's like there's a recap and then like kind of trying to set everything back. And like, then, oh, right, right. I'm not going to give it away, but the episode you made us record today was one where we had to think. <laughs> like, it wasn't just like, oh, you're in combat. Yeah, Beat no. this. It was, remember the story up till now? Yeah. Not only just that. Remember the story up <laughs> now and solve this diplomatic problem <laughs> with no instructions. Yeah. And also, no spells, because you haven't rested yeah, forever. No, and you've you got no, 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 no ability. You have no powers. I'm also so bad at fantasy names and lingo. Like, that's why I've never, like, read Lord of the Rings, because it's just mm. so... Thick we're also hearing it too. We're also hearing it. So like we're not reading it. It's a D&D &D fantasy podcast So there's words like Ishbjorn and mm -hmm. broom of fume and like Valrassian and like all these things that you, aren't real words <laughs> that yeah. you have to remember uh, You chuckle when we can't remember something, but I guarantee you flipped Situation you'd be forgetting. I remember everything off the top of my head that when like when you all ask a question I have to like I have to I have to think of it and remember well, you're also Sometimes I tell the story. Yeah, sometimes I have to be like, oh, you know, what was that or like or, like think about it but for the most part I mean every now and then uh, your brother Michael will like chime in and have to say something but for the most part like for example I didn't remember the name Fred this morning. I'll give you that one. Oh Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. uh, won't give away who Fred is. Yeah, but uh, I don't want to sound like Chris but we do need to level up soon. <laughs> it will be soon. We're, it will be soon. We are hitting that point where we're like, we we need to be able to do more things. <laughs> well, <laughs> every level is supposed to take longer and longer. Like there's a a, a curve to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the first couple levels are you know you're starting the game, you're you're starting to learn your your skills and everything. Uh, after five, yeah, things really start to slow down. You're at four right we're now. We're four, yeah, yeah. level four. Yeah, it's a. I I want to I want to get a little bit more powerful with that. We yep. ran into a funny situation today. I, I don't think it'll spoil too much, but there was an episode where a few of the characters had to do a, a performance, which involved certain spells, and we had already been in combat and doing mm -hmm. stuff for a while to the point where we hadn't taken a short or long rest for a while, and then we had to do 
the same performance, but most of us were out of spell slots. <laughs> it's just his way of burning our spell slots yeah. again. No, I mean, you all came up with those performances. You didn't need to cast spells. No, we didn't think we'd perform it again. Well, they, that was part of the thing. You, that was the part of the, the prize. <laughs> um, to, uh, to hike back for a second, back when we were talking about posting stuff on social media, I... I wanted to I wanted to tell you guys specifically because you guys know me really well and so you understand why this happened for me. I want to tell you a story about me making something social for myself that I was paid to make and how it went down to do so. Oh. So I got I got hired by by Alamo Draft House to mm -hmm. just do some promotional a stuff. A fine theater. Um, love Alamo Draft House. And uh, they just wanted me to go film a TikTok and then also go take some photos and that kind of thing. Um, I am an anxious person. And I, I don't like taking selfies in public anymore. For some reason, that, like, practice has gone out, and now I feel embarrassed taking selfies. I feel silly. Um, We're all out of practice for that. I'm yeah. also, like, I'm, I'm, I'm old now in my head. I also have a child that, that's making me feel older and older because she's, like, junior high now. And, and it's just, like, I, 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 feel inevitable. My, I feel myself aging rapidly, and so I feel silly doing it. Much less filming something in public. Now, to talk about Chris, Chris will film... We'll do anything. We'll do anything in, in public, any, anywhere. That will make those of us around him cringe like crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Chris forgets that he's in public sometimes. I think he like he just there is, there is no difference public <laughs> private like it's yeah. all just yeah. the world. And so I, I came up with a simple idea for a little social video I wanted to film. But then when I, I when I got to the theater to do it, I was trying to find a place I could do it where no one was gonna be oh, around, no. and I couldn't figure it out. And like I was getting embarrassed. See, I saw your TikTok. It was cute. Okay, so in my TikTok, I did a little dance towards made, the theater. Made yeah. a little reference to like a trend on TikTok and that kind of thing. Now, I tried to do it when I went to go see the movies. That's when I was supposed to do it, but I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> so I went and saw the movie. I took my photos in the in the theater and like that. And then they they emailed me and they're like, hey, when when you have the stuff after the movie, send it to us and we'll get it approved. I was like, I emailed them back. I was like, I couldn't get a shot that I wanted. So I'm going to pick it up tomorrow, and I'll send it to you. How early did you get up to? <laughs> I, went to I went to the Alamo Draft House parking lot at 7 a.m. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was going to be first there's, thing in the morning. And there's nothing out there that's open. Well, nope. there's, a, there's a coffee shop a yeah, little down. Yeah, but there's not a lot of people yeah. out there. I went down to the Slaughter Lane one. Oh, even, okay, I was thinking of the South Lamar one. No, 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 because that one's got people that live around yeah. it. And Slaughter so, Lane, there's nothing else really. There's nothing, nothing there. It's just so the theater. So if you watch the TikTok... And there's a shot, reverse shot, and where the first shot looks out in the parking lot, you'll notice there's no cars. <laughs> because it was just this lone man in a Alamo Draft House parking lot at 7 a.m. doing a little dance to myself. <laughs> Listen, I honestly would have done the same thing. But it turned out good. Yeah. It worked, and I didn't feel bad. You would have no way of knowing that it was 7 a.m. at the movie yeah. theater. No, and uh, it was like it was like a, a overcast, like it was just like already like a... But you can also tell that because Overcast, during that time when I filmed it, we didn't have clouds except for very early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it would clear off. In, in, uh, in chat, Weightless W called you John Scheisinger. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so shy uh, in, in that kind of a setting. Which is funny because my girlfriend always comments about how like in this kind of a setting or even worse in like our big old open public settings like where we're at like uh, panels or, or live shows. I'm fine. Yeah. I, like I can, I can generally get on stage without really having too much of a panic attack. Um, but like intimate environments, 
I can't do. Well, I think the the big difference, and I've thought about this too, because I'm the same way. Like stuff like this, or doing panels at RTX, I don't really get nervous about that kind of stuff. It's I think because you realize all the people there or people watching want to be listening to you or want to be mm, there for mm-hmm. you or for whatever content you're going to be in versus anywhere else. Or people you're just, just some <sighs> random person. Yeah. Or like you just kind of are in a conversation with someone and it's just like, I don't know if you want to be talking to me, yeah. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> There's also no like conversation to be had in that kind of a setting. You right. Know? Uh, and so when it's like an, an intimate setting, I get, I'm like, I get anxious. Uh, I even had, I, 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 I haven't told her. And so if Cameron watches this, he might tell her, but my trainer, Cedar, who I've been training with for a little bit. Who's also Cameron's significant other. Uh, um, uh, every time we do tell, tell, a, uh, uh, meetings, I, I work out of my house and I just call into her. Every time I get I get freaked out beforehand because I don't because it's it's a it's a social interaction and, and mm-hmm. I'm like performing in front of her and that kind of thing and I it it I freak out every time I almost actually just wear a mask not like a, <laughs> a but like a full a like full a ski mask, mask. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, fun to work out in <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah in my own house yeah <laughs> my own house I'm ro- I'm gonna rob the place after this <laughs> oh man just get ready uh, yeah we showed up with some guns. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Hey. Where's uh, your soundboard when you need she it? She had the audacity this morning. Cedar? To for our first workout of the year, and after coming back from break, to be like, hey, let's retest your pull-up max and your push-up max. Right after. How'd you do? I didn't do well. <laughs> you busted through your max. New max. New high score. I didn't do well. Um, I technically upped my max of pull-ups um by just a little bit but my push-up max went down because the last time i did a push-up max it was when i was like eating at a at a surplus and it's all i did it was like it was middle of the day i was like i wonder how many push-ups i can do yeah and so i did it wasn't after i had just got onto the pull-up bar and just you know you've probably mm-hmm. been like horizontal at for eight the last the morning. two weeks yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but uh it was fine this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on the show, and now they're releasing a new podcast of their own, their competition, I guess. Uh, their, com- their podcast is called Getting Better Stories of Mental Health. Go check it out. Season one just dropped with episodes featuring interviews with notable people like NBA Hall of Famer Chris Bosch talking about anxiety, pop star uh, Megan Trainer on motherhood and panic attacks, and Wilmer Valderrama on immigrating to a new country and more. Mental health is something we should all be focusing on uh, just as much as we focus on our physical health. So join BetterHelp as they continue to fight uh, to destigmatize mental health and show that uh, people that everyone struggles with something. Uh, so we need to talk about it. And you can do your part by listening to and sharing your favorite episode by spreading the word that it's okay to not be okay. So find this awesome new mental health podcast, Getting Better Stories of Mental Health on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, wherever. The thing is, though, like, you'd be surprised how quickly strength comes back. And I think that's what a lot of people are really scared about. If, if they are on, like, a really good trajectory working out and, like, being consistent and then something happens where they lose track of time or can't work out or whatever it is, um, your strength comes back very fast. It does. That's, that's why they call it muscle memory, right? Maybe. I don't think it is. But anyway. I don't have any muscle memory. Whatever floats your boat. Uh, speaking of, like, people who don't have any boundaries between like private and public spaces 
the season finale of How To with John Wilson was this past Friday. <laughs> I've only watched the first episode of the season. How it, was it? It was so good. Yeah. Um, have you seen any of the second season Not yet? the second season. Okay. Have you watched any second um, Not yet. The There's only, I think, six episodes in season two. So, it's again, it's real quick. It's a 30-minute show. They all go really quick. Um, again, it's just like, I don't know how this guy has so much footage to just go along with everything that he's filming and how, why it's such a compelling watch. Like, I don't know. Meticulous note-taking. We talked about this the, during the first season. Like, I don't know how you describe that show in a way to someone that makes them think, I want to watch that. You can't. You just have to say, just try it. Yeah. Just watch an episode. It's also amazing how it's in that kind of a genre category of cringe humor, but it's not really cringy. No. It's actually quite smart and, and it's very smooth in the way he tells his stories. Mm-hmm. Like to, to compare it to like, a, a, what, what's the, the Nathan show? Um, Nathan, Nathan for, you? for You? Nathan For You. Nathan For You is like peak cringe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's it's that same kind of thing of like just the, the that really oddball individual comedian, um, but it's but uh, uh, how to I can I can just watch it and enjoy it like I love actually it's one of the shows that I uh, the first season I I watched it while I worked out a lot and just that's how I got through the first season was was having it on it's it's just great that's such a good show Plus I feel like it's great that it's like a thirty minute show it's like low level of commitment you don't have to be oh, like oh, I'm gonna watch I love thirty minutes yeah shows. this long thing it's like no. <laughs> In and out, you get your thing, boom, done. There are uh, two shows I'm, I watched over the break. One I binged the entirety of, which is 20-somethings in Austin. Oh, that's an Austin, oh. yeah. It's a Netflix show, and it basically covers, um, I think it's six, no, eight single 20-something-year-olds who are trying out Austin as a place to live. It's it's reality TV. Reality TV, 100%. It's it's your reality. It's your reality. TV. But it was just like it wasn't so much the show that I enjoyed, but just seeing Austin. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Being like we've eaten there or yeah. like we went there. That's so cool. Like just to see your city in a show like that it's, was just It's funny cuz realistic. In a similar vein, I started watching the newest season of Queer Eye this past. In which is also Austin. in Austin. Yeah. Which is also in Austin. It's the yeah. same thing where it's like they show all the shots like, "Oh, that's just to the left." Like they just turn the camera like it looks like two totally different shots like, "Oh, those places are right by each other." Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to watch that too. What is the other thing you watched? Um, I finally started, and I'm only five episodes in, but Succession. Oh, good! Yeah, I saw so that show. Is I mean, it's a great show, but fuck, is it tough to watch? Isn't, there's like three seasons three of seasons that. Seasons Everybody now. is terrible in it. Everyone like just is the characters. The awful. characters are terrible. Yeah. Um, but you, but they get like the characters increase in somehow increase in like quality of like of entertainment mm-hmm. every episode all season long and all after all season it just gets so, this last season and the finale was just so good yeah uh i got andy to finally get into it and he got to watch season three as it came out and he was crazy yeah trevor's it. all up to date he loves that show he's so happy it's I'm so watching good it. i've never watched it but uh i think i forget who it was it might have been freddie wong i think is the person who retweeted it but someone tweeted something like People who watch Succession are like, this scene is so iconic. And then they just put like a bunch of stock photos of board meetings. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it looks like the most, like when you, if you don't watch the show and you look like at a frame of it, it's like, it looks like the most boring corporate meeting thing ever. Well, they, they, the, they kind of like, almost every episode is always geared around um, some canonical excuse for everyone to be gathering for some reason mm-hmm. so they can have a lot of these big like gathered conversations it's like they almost like there's two modes of the show everyone's off 
talking about each other, and then everyone gathers, and then shit happens. And, and, that's, and so you're always just like, we're at another like big board meeting. We're at another big party. We're at a wedding. We're at a birth. Like it's just like that kind of stuff that happens but over like and over the, again. The way they work with like tense moments in that show is so masterful. Yeah, the tension is great. It's just like insane. Uh, I, I know that I'm in for a ride because I brought a scene up to Trevor. He was like, what do you think so far? I was like, man, that scene where a uh, person uh, ejaculates onto the window <laughs> was like really uncomfortable. And he was like, when did that happen? Like, and I was just like, what you, like, is that not a memorable scene for you? <laughs> like, what else? What other shit goes down in this in this show? It's a... It's pretty amazing. I this last season, I found a, a Twitter account that was just no contact succession, and I no contact <laughs> succession, and it's just so great to just like just random screenshots from it. It's it's a uh, it's pretty good. I love that show. Yeah, it's really uh, it's it's fantastic so far. I can't wait to see the rest of it. From what I've heard, it's just one of the best shows on TV. And the third season, which just wrapped, that's not like the last season mm, or anything, right? It's no. like, okay. Uh, you buzzing. I'm buzzing, sorry. Uh, my girlfriend, uh, she has been just randomly catching up on shows that she missed because she just for a while a while back wasn't watching TV and movies very much. And that's why it's so like now we've been watching a lot of movies together that she's catching up on. But then on her own, she just she's a binge watcher. She either isn't watching anything at all or then she just fully binges a show almost immediately and then is like just takes a break and just doesn't have anything to watch. Like she just recently watched... All of season one of True Detective for the first time. Mm. Oh wow! Oh and, man, it's such a great yeah. show. Season one is yeah top. Yeah, she she loved it. She's also from uh, Louisiana, and so and and True Detective the whole first season takes place. So she there. had the same experience as me watching Twenty Somethings. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I know that. I've been yeah. to that school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's she like she just binges through. Take her straight to season three. I don't know detective. if she's. I told her like I didn't really care for two. Yeah, two is, and so yeah. I didn't see three. Three is amazing. Three might be as good, if not better than. Do season you need one. to see two? No, watch? they're all anthology. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Season three, absolutely amazing. Um, but totally, totally different than season one, but still like really, really incredible. That was with uh, Mahershala, right? Yes, and I. What a great segue. <laughs> Have you all seen? There's a movie on that. we just this is the Have you seen episode of the podcast? Yeah, we're well, we've been away up. from each other for like two, three weeks at this point. So it's just like, what <laughs> yeah, have you been true. watching? <laughs> there was an Apple TV Plus movie that uh, came out with him uh, called Swan Song. Uh, no, they, it's new. They, they, I haven't gotten new they yet. released it December seventeenth. It's really good, and I feel like, well, I thought it was really good anyway, and I feel like it's the kind of thing where I haven't seen anyone really talking about it or uh, getting. It's to hard it. to find. It's hard to find people other than like Ted Lasso. Apple TV really hasn't like I don't I feel like I feel like morning show which is apparently pretty good I watched the first season but not the second but yeah yeah it's it's actually got a lot of like really good content but I don't think people talk about like the Apple TV Mm -hmm. stuff like you know did you see Finch you know (laughs) that kind of a thing Uh, Swan Song's interesting it's uh this is not this sounds like huge spoilers it's not this is the first five minutes of the movie uh it's a guy who uh played by Mahar Shala Ali who uh has a terminal illness and uh he know he knows he's going to die, but he hasn't told like his wife or his, anyone in his Ugh. family or anything. So I don't think I could watch that. But it's set in the near future, and there's a service that he contacts who says, "We can make an exact copy of you. It'll have your memories, everything, like everything about you will be exactly the same. If you don't tell anyone that you're terminally ill, we'll just insert this 
copy of you into Indiana your life. Indiana Jones, you. <laughs> right. And you will, you, you can, you know, you leave your life. The copy comes in and takes your place. Like an android? No, it's, copy, it's like a clone. Does the copy know oh. it's a copy? Yes. But once it's inserted, it'll forget that. Like, you, they spend time together synchronizing memories and experiences and everything. Then once it's inserted, it will forget that it's a clone. Fuck. It will think it is the original, and it'll forget that any of that stuff very happened. Very Black Mirror. Yeah, it is It is very Black Mirror, but it doesn't really... Well, um, I don't want to speak too much of that, but it's it's a really interesting premise. And then just dealing with, like, the emotions of it. Like, him coming to grips with, can he do this? Is it okay to do this without telling his family? And, like, uh, all the complications that go along with that. Yeah. And then, like, along the way, he meets someone else who has gone through that. Interesting. And he meets the copy who doesn't know that they're a copy out in their life. And then meets the actual person. I want to see this. Who has removed themselves from their life. It's really, it's like, it's a movie. It's like two hours long. Swan song? Swan song. It's, it's really, Making really good. Really interesting. Um, I wish, I almost wish it was a series so there was more to explore to it. Uh, but, you know, it's fine. I'm glad it was a movie. It was, it, I thought it was fantastic performances. I thought it was really, really good. That's awesome. It also has uh, uh, Aquafina in it, who I think is just like blowing up. I mean, she, she is like huge. She's everywhere, right? She was in did you did you watch Shang Chi? Right? She was in yeah, Shang Chi. Did you watch Northern Farewell? Queens? The Farewell. Farewell. The one with her. Oh no, no, I had I never saw it. That if you if 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 you enjoyed her like that was like uh, the Farewell is 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 peak like drama mm -hmm. uh, version of her, um, and it's 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 it actually involves uh, the the uh, uh, possible death of of a uh, of a loved one that kind of thing. Uh, but uh, Man. that one's a. Uh, the farewell. Yeah, it was fantastic with Aquafina. I'm curious to see if I'm going to like this one because I think Gus and I we're on the same page in a lot of ways, but I found lately we have pretty opposite opinions on movies. Normally, you and I are lined up. We Normally. did not line up on the Matrix. The Matrix is that where you were going to go with it? I was going to go. Uh, well, the Matrix was going to be something I talked about as what well. What was the other one that you didn't line up? Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. You liked it? I enjoy. I really enjoyed it. Which oh. one's that one? It's with a Kristen, Kristen Wiig, Wig. and I forget the other actress's name. I, 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 all the marketing is like super brightly colored. She and was yeah, the woman who played the uh, nervous flyer in Bridesmaids. Uh, oh. Annie Momolo. I, I thought it was. I thought I, I enjoyed it very and much. Star go to Vista. I just Del felt Mar. like when I watched it, I that it was like. An improv movie. I don't like those. I I understand where you're coming from, and there were definitely scenes where I'm like, I bet you they didn't give them a script on this. They <laughs> were just like, just go. But I, I like even, it was a good even, balance. Even like the overarching story, I was like, what? It's a little, it's a little ridiculous. <laughs> I definitely like the opening scene of the movie. I was no, just like, yeah. am I watching the right movie? I right did the now? same thing. I think I stopped it. I was like, is this right? Yeah. Uh, so lifelong friends Barb and Star embark on the adventure of a lifetime when they decide to leave their small western midwestern town for the first time ever. That's it. That's the synopsis. That's all you need to know. Yeah, I I, I don't know how you explain <laughs> that movie beyond that. Well, the thing is, is you can't because it'll essentially spoil the entire movie, the entire thing. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's at eighty on Rotten Tomatoes. So is it? Well, that, it's just that means nothing anymore. Because <laughs> I saw it and I was at the gym. This was like a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh, like, I'm just on a treadmill. Like, let me put this on. And I was, like, really enjoying it. And I was like, was this the movie that Gus, like, <laughs> wanted to turn off? And so me and Trevor then watched it together. I stopped watching it so we could watch it together. 
Uh, and we both enjoyed it. Wow. Yeah. I, well, maybe I'm wrong if Rotten Tomatoes is 80%. You, I could be on the wrong end. You know when you Google something? You might just not have been in the right mood for it. Maybe. You know when you Google something and now Google like gives you the top things people ask and then so you can like do a drop down and see if the answer is uh -huh. the top thing someone's asked is, what is the point of Barb and Star? <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it, it feels like one of those movies where um, like everyone wanted to hang out. And make a movie. Oh, like, like an Adam Sandler film. Yeah, almost like an Adam Sandler film where it's like, yeah, we're going to do this thing. And it's like, you know, they're all obviously. How can we go on vacation and get like, you know, Universal to pay to for paper, it? Yeah. Yeah. This episode of the Receive Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. If you've got a small business, uh, you know, sometimes time is really money. Uh, so stop wasting your time going to the post office uh, when Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. Uh, Stamps.com is really made. The world of mailing easier than ever uh, and get back to the fun stuff I want to do and you know, just deal with that other stuff, you know, in its own time. It's quick. It's easy. Uh, since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly one million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the USPS and UPS shipping right to your computer with exclusive discounts. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. In minutes, you'll be printing official postage for any letter or package anywhere you need it to go. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. With our promo code ROOSTER, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in ROOSTER. That's Stamps.com, promo code ROOSTER. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. I, I was, It's not my favorite movie ever, but like it was definitely like good for a chuckle and like a fun little, you know, Saturday night movie to watch. I I, I'm curious to see your opinion on it. If you I'll, end I'll, up checking it, I'll out. check it out. I, I like to to jump in on the uh, on the discussion with that kind of but stuff. But the mm. other movie that Gus and I don't agree on is the new Matrix. Matrix, Matrix Resurrections. Resurrections. Uh, uh, before we get to that, I'm trying to see here Ooh, the te the tension. The I, tension's I'm, I'm, building. I'm, I'm trying to get back to Barb and Star for a second. I guess they came out during the pandemic, right? Barb and Star. Yeah. I think so. It was supposed to come out in 2020. Then got pushed because of the pandemic. Looks like it came out February 2021. Yeah. Made $32,000 in the box office. Yeah. In February? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, well, because also stuff was still closed. That's and, insane. Yeah. I don't know how you got people uh, to go see that kind of a movie. I thought The Matrix was good. It wasn't like The Matrix Resurrections. It was fine. Like, I don't think it was as good as the first one. But, uh, like, after I had just recently rewatched Reloaded and Revolutions. Oh, okay. So I watched so I, I watched all three and I was like, man, those movies, the the second one and the third one especially, I was like, they're terrible. Then I watched the fourth and I was like, oh, okay, that was good. I liked it. Okay, interesting. Because I went straight from the first, like the original first Matrix to watching Resurrections. Um, I did not enjoy it. I, I think the thing, the only thing that really bothered me, can we talk, how long has that movie been out? Two weeks at this point? Uh, we probably should still avoid spoilers. Okay. Um, Maybe keep it broad. Since we've both seen it, we know what you're There was about. a mechanic in the movie I didn't like. Um, about... How can I put it? <laughs> about bots. Okay. That's uh, That was about, like, the biggest problem I had with, uh, with it. But I thought that the way that they incorporated the original... <laughs> it's hard to, <laughs> hard to describe without spoiling it. Yeah, but I thought there were some really interesting things that they did with regard to what we think of as the Matrix, especially going back to... I remember watching the first one in the theater when it came out, especially going back to the hype and the stuff people were saying between the release of the first Matrix and the second Matrix and where they thought the series might go 
and what the possibilities could be for that series. I thought that part four was an interesting take on what people were hyped for and expected for from two or expected out of two. Okay. It's, yeah. And you're, you're referencing like a lot of the conversations they have in the first half of the film in those like game dev meetings. Yes. Yeah. The movie was definitely, uh, not so subtle about its uh, response to not only that audience, but even the studio's response. Yeah, I thought that was a, that was a little heavy handed. Like they flat out saying it like they were they were they're going to make this because they're talking about the, the in the in the movie. This is no spoiler. The Matrix is a is a video game mm -hmm. and they talk about in the movie about making a sequel to the Matrix, the video game. But they're obviously referencing the movie, and they say a character says to yeah. to Neo like they're going to make this without us. And if yeah. we no, they, they they say Warner Brothers is going to Warner make Brothers this with or without yeah. you. So it's like it's almost like Lana Wachowski <laughs> that put part herself. was so heavy handed. Yeah. I was just like, oh come the, on. The, the, I'll, I'll say this: the movie was actually very smart in commentary, especially in the first half when it was all that kind of yeah. stuff. There was actually some interesting because even has. A lot of it, it definitely the stuff they talk about how what people expect from Matrix and what a lot of those those guys who like really uh, grew up on it grew up on it uh, you know wanted from it they have literal conversations about that. The problem was is that it, I, it felt like I ne it never actually paid off with the objectionable good parts of the Matrix. Like the first Matrix uh, on a technical level is beautiful and amazing and tight. Uh, the editing, the filming is beautiful. Uh, the stunt choreography is uh, the good kind, where you're 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 not relying on quick cuts mm -hmm. and close-ups and whip pans to hide, you know, cheapness. Mm -hmm. the Matrix Resurrection doesn't have that. It is. I get it. Keanu and Carrie, they're getting older. It's hard to do the kind of stunts like that with them, and I get that. But like, that's part of the genre is. Is it's supposed to be unbelievable? It, well, yeah, it, and, and and just amazingly crafted and, and beautiful and beautiful in that way. Um, like especially in the first major, there's so many like iconic shots. Not necessarily because they were so cool, although they are really cool shots, but because uh, uh, the Wachowskis crafted it so meticulously in the first time. You know, they even talk about in the making of the movie, the the first one that they like storyboarded it like a comic book and it was just you you can you can see the exact shots you know those really iconic ones of from the bullet time to even like you know trinity's gun to the the agent's mm -hmm. head and saying dodge this like the way they shot all that kind of stuff that element i felt was fully extracted from major resurrections and it felt very sloppy and cheap the way they shot it made it lit it i, I felt like they were they were and of course i have no insight into this movie but i felt beyond like it's also a super expensive it. movie like yeah. it has a major budget i felt like there might have been and by the way eric's in slack eric, he's like spoil it. it's the fourth matrix who cares <laughs> <laughs> um uh i felt like there was something that may have been cut or may have been missing because i felt like there were lots of times where when there were like shortcuts being taken like axes were changed 90 degrees yeah mm. and like there was no like it happened a couple of times, yeah. but there was no payoff for that, or no like, well, no like. I here's mean, a, like a big explanation for it. It was like, oh, I get we're like shifting our perspective or whatever, but like, listen, is we, there all, something we all saw else Inception. They liked that. They <laughs> wanted to do the Inception thing. I just think my uh, like a big problem I had with it is I don't like when a movie tries so hard to be like, hey, remember this, remember this, remember it, this. It was, and it was a lot of like 
too referential to the first, especially the first movie, mm -hmm. um, to where like they are recreating certain scenes and like a lot of nods to Which, it. Like a little, some is okay when it's like throughout the entire movie the whole time, it's just too much. If it was done intentionally to continue to poke at that commentary, it's smart, but I still didn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I feel like I see that critique a lot that it's like you keep getting beat over the head it's like, with yes, the original we get it, the matrix <laughs> but it's like but in the way like you even say it in the movie and, and like this obviously not spoiler there's like this is the beginning of the movie it's like they keep saying like the matrix is so iconic we all grew up on it so it's yeah. like it's it's kind of like it to me it was kind of the point yeah was like uh, just just to keep showing it like keep to like overload you with it a a viewpoint uh, a viewpoint that i i listened to uh, that kind of helped maybe ebb some of my frustration because I, I really did. I, I loved the first movies. Um, uh, first movie, I liked Reloaded a lot, and Revolutions is 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 half a train wreck, um, which means it's a train wreck. Um, but uh, I, I enjoyed Red Letter Media. They're they're mm -hmm. a good uh, YouTube channel, and um, they have some fun takes on stuff. And I sometimes agree with them, sometimes vehemently disagree with their views. But one thing they compared. Resurrections 2 was Gremlins 2, like a, like Joe Dante's Gremlins mm -hmm. 2, because Gremlins 2 is a parody of the first Gremlins and is making fun of the first Gremlins and all that kind of stuff. And so it's it's almost like a fuck you to the studio. Like, yeah, I'll make it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make fun of like what you're yeah. having me make and I'm just going to, to you know, uh, interject my commentary in it to the whole thing. And so... If that was the intention, you know, of Lana in it, it was to do that. That's very smart and, and interesting, and at the same time, unenjoyable for me as an audience <laughs> member who was just a bit hyped to just get to go back into the Matrix and and uh, you know re re experience something like that, like an addition to the to the, to the world. Yeah. Anyways, I like I did like the fact that I got to watch it at home. That, yeah. was, that was nice. I, like, yeah, yeah. Just to get to watch it on on HBO Max. I, I've, I've it's up felt there that about many movies I've seen yeah. uh, late over the last year, where it's like, well, I'm glad I didn't pay any extra to go out and see that. <laughs> you still need to see, well, especially now with the way Omicron is raging. Uh, better safe than sorry by going out. But um, another movie that you still have to see is Don't Look Up. Yes, which is another movie that was in theaters and now is on Netflix. Yeah, I saw it. I, I saw it listed Did you get on a Netflix. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, this Trevor past weekend, I just haven't watched it yet, just because like <laughs> uh, Cobra Kai came out, and so I started watching. <laughs> like <laughs> I was watching Cobra Kai uh, all weekend. Um, Don't blame you. Yeah, uh, and I finally, I've, I, I've been avoiding the theaters for the most part. I finally got around to watching uh, Shang Chi on Disney Plus because I know Eternals is coming out on Disney Plus like in two weeks. So I was like, oh, I, I need to, to watch Shang Chi before Eternals. I uh, did you like it? It was really good. Yeah, Shang-Chi's very it's good. Really, 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 really good. Uh, I like that they are working to retcon and fix the Mandarin from Iron Man Three. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about. That. Yeah, it's like because that was so fucking wrong, dumb, wrong, and wrong and bad. And, and now they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! So even in, in Shang-Chi, they're like. Yeah, you know, those loser idiots pretending to be the Mandarin. <laughs> they, they named himself after an orange, you know? <laughs> Man, I, I, I saw Iron Man 3 once, and I don't remember anything about it. 
I actually really like Iron Man 3, but we don't have time to get into reasons why I like Iron Man okay. 3. But I, I, I am watching through the MCU for the first time with my girlfriend. Oh, what do you think? We're, we've gotten into the first Avengers. We just finished the first Avengers. And it's interesting to watch it through with her because we're watching it through now in 2021 and 2022. And it's, it's very odd to go through it for the first time with someone who doesn't also, isn't also watching it with the context of having gone through it when, at the time when it came out. Right. Because a lot of context reasons of why things were done the way they were, why, you know, things were released that don't seem very good now in the light of day now mm. because along the, w the way we had a lot of these conversations of what you know the marvel world had to change to become something that wasn't just you know um a bunch of you know well, strong white boys well, you know hitting each other over and over again like there needed to be some some different perspectives and inclusivity added in talk about eternals eternals is like the peak yeah. level of that um and there's like you know, obviously, in hindsight now, a lot of the first uh, uh, Marvel stuff was crafted by someone like Joss Whedon, who mm -hmm. now it doesn't have. Well, even the first Avengers movie or the poster got a lot of shit because it's like Black Widow, like standing backwards, shoving her butt out into the into camera. She <laughs> can't stand. My girlfriend can't stand how much in the first films it's there are constant butt shots of women all the time mm -hmm. well, for no reason. Wait till Endgame. Endgame or no, Infinity War. Where is there a ton of Captain America's ass? Oh, oh. They're, that's, they're, they're, they're that's America's saying, ass. They make up for it. <laughs> that's the thing. Is that, is that, is that, and, and like she's watching it and she's like, well, that's so a lot. And, and I'm like, well, and, and even like I, I was telling my Twitch chat the other day because I'm watching, because we even watched the first new two Iron Man because that's phase one. It's Iron Man, Iron Man 2. And, oh, it's Endgame, of course, because like, uh, time travel. Okay. Yeah. Tony Stark is a terrible character as far as like a, 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 an individual human being. He yeah. is narcissistic there are so many terrible misogynistic jokes in the first in the second movie uh it's well tony stark's supposed to be a piece of shit it is yeah. he, he is a piece of shit and, and and they start breaking him down at you know in like iron man 2 is the breakdown of him and and, and for him to rebuild himself up in my iron man 3 um but it, it it's you you watch it and you're like we got to, we got through iron man and then she watched thor and she like thor because in the first Thor movie, Thor has his own arc of becoming a bit more noble and mm -hmm. and and moral and that kind of thing. And then when we got to Captain America, it was fun to watch a movie where like the character is good from the beginning, is 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 you know uh, a nice guy and everything like that. But by the time we got to Avengers, she liked Iron Man the most, mostly because she's like. He's the most powerful. Like he's got the most stuff to do. He can do things. She pointed out. She's like looking at like Captain America and Hawkeye and Black Widow in Avengers. She's like, "What the hell are they yeah. doing? What are they going to do?" Hawkeye and Black Widow are worthless. <laughs> yeah, especially in the first Avengers movie. They just do. They like when the full Chitari like invasion happens. It's just like. What are you all doing? Like, what are you? Why are you what, here? Wasn't there even an SNL skit after the first Avengers came out? I think when Jeremy Renner was hosting, maybe even that it was like all the Avengers and then you know getting together, like, and then Hawkeye's like, "All right, guys, well, uh, I'm out of arrows, so uh, you know, I'm gonna go home." Like, uh, like, what do you mean you're gonna go? Like, I go. I mean, that's my thing, and <laughs> I'm out. Have you watched the Hawkeye series yet? No. Are, are you guys gonna watch like the, all the series too? Um, I'm movies? realizing now there are some we'll have to watch. Yeah. Which also, uh, some of the, since she does have some context of some future stuff, it ruins us some surprises. Like, she, although she hasn't seen the future films, in Iron Man 2, when Scarlett Johansson shows up, and it's supposed to be a surprise later that she turns to be Black Widow, she's like, she shows up as like, you know, from Lee, she's like, 
Isn't she one of the Avengers? She's, what? She's <laughs> one of them, right? I think I've st- and like I'm and I'm like no. No, no. Like, I saw her and I think I saw her in a poster of another one and I'm like and so then even also things like uh, when they were trying to have emotional moments like uh, Loki's like you know is supposed to like seem like he dies in the first and she's like doesn't he have a TV show like recently <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm like yes he's coming back well when you're watching it way after mm-hmm. the fact of course well she, she, she didn't even know like when we watched the first Thor um uh she, she's like, because uh, Thor almost looks like he's gonna die in the first Thor, and um, and I I blurted it out because she was like, "Is he gonna die?" I was like, "Well, he's got like, there's like, there's like two more Thor movies." She's like, "There's two more Thor movies? I thought this was it." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, I guess you'll find out soon. Well, even Loki, we all thought he was dead after Infinity War. He dies so many yeah. times, and they're like, <laughs> you know, coming to Disney Plus in 2021, Loki the series. Like, wait, yeah. he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> there was um. I, I don't know if I could say this without it being a spoiler, but there's one Marvel series that I haven't watched yet, which is proving to be a mistake, and that is... Uh, is it WandaVision? No. Falcon and Winter Soldier? Blind Guy. Oh, Daredevil. 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 Oh, that's a good one. I haven't watch. seen any Daredevil. And Can so there still... have been moments in some Marvel stuff lately Yeah. where people have reacted to certain They're things. They're integrating things. And I go... Oh, because yeah. that, that was a Netflix series, like before they yes. consolidated everything. She, she actually, my girlfriend has watched Jessica Jones just randomly. She that watched one that one. I also haven't seen. Jessica um, Jones and she liked that. It's good. And she tried to watch Daredevil, but she didn't get through it because she felt it was too violent. She doesn't really care for at the time. She was, was in the mood for a lot of violence. Now she's not. So it's a problem. She does get bored at long action sequences. So in the end of Avengers, that like. Chitari fight goes on for that's fucking a, forever. That's half the movie. And she got bored. She was like, she likes all the character extra stuff. Yeah. And so she got bored. She was like so over it. Like she when she was like, are they gonna wrap this up and do mm-hmm. like like f- like figure it out? Like she was done. It was it's fantastic to watch it with her. I would love to see people's react. I mean, I I would just want to watch the entirety of the Marvel universe again. You know, like it's just. Fun. And it's that's like what she gets. Movies. She gets to. She's, she she's watching. Yeah. The first time. I wish I could wipe my memory and experience it for the first time. Yeah. You know, people are like, I wish I could wipe my memory of this book that I read yeah. or whatever, so I could experience it again. That's like the Marvel movies that's for me. It for you. Yeah. I'm excited to get to some of the the like end of phase. When when was like Civil after, War? After, Civil War phase three. I think so. Like we, I think we, need, we need to get through phase two, which I'm not too excited about. After you get to. Winter Soldier Four. That's what. That's, that's what when everything about. starts like yeah. accelerating and getting really good. Yeah. Up until then, it's like uh, 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 you know, very yeah. uneven. Because even Captain America is still pretty lame yeah. in Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like he's pretty lame in the first movie. He's fine, but as far as like doing cool shit, like you know, Iron Man, Thor get to do, he's pretty lame. And then they, they, the Rousseau brothers who directed uh, Winter Soldier. They, yeah, then, they really. Who then went on to direct the majority of the other big ones? They kind of redefined how he was like perceived. I yeah. like that. I mean, after they did Winter Soldier. They did Civil War as well, right? Yeah, they did Civil War, yeah. and then they were uh, uh, Endgame, which were probably the best ones before Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah, Civil War, which they also made. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Do you think I, you could pick a favorite, like all time, of all the Marvel movies? I think the easy for me the easy answer would be Endgame, but. 
you can't enjoy it without watching 10 fucking years of movie for like in order for it to be the favorite right. you have to have all these other movies that you watched and sat through in order for it to be the well favorite. that's why we're watching I it through is because i went and saw spider-man and she wanted to go see it and i was like you won't understand what's going on yeah there, uh, there needs to be you need you need to there. there's a lot of context uh and i was like let's let's finally catch up because we've been trying to catch up on a lot of stuff that she had not seen like the matrix she had never seen any of them until we watched them through and we got to see the resurrections together and harry potter she'd never seen we finally watched through all that and so we're getting through the the nerdy franchises she just missed there's so many lord of the rings next she's and she's dating a big nerd yeah <laughs> she's, she's putting in the work yeah she is <laughs> she likes it she's it's, a, it's quality entertainment yeah i'm not i'm not forcing her through it she's actually been asking to, to watch more of it so that's good this podcast brought to you by Squarespace. Making websites on your own is hard. Uh, there are many awful website building platforms out there with limited features and make ugly, poorly optimized sites. Luckily for you, Squarespace is the go-to all-in-one platform to build beautiful online presences uh, or to run your business. Squarespace seriously has everything you could need to build a website that suits your needs from small businesses to content creators. Uh, they got member areas so you can connect with your audience, generate revenue through gated members-only content. Uh, interested in building that community? Squarespace also offers blogging and commenting features so you can create a community through threaded comments, replies, and likes. Plus, they have a traffic overview feature so you can actually see how much the community you're building has grown. You've heard me talk about Squarespace for a long time now. I appreciate how it's super simple to use. Everything's point and click, no coding required. With the great templates, you can get up and running in no time. I love it. I think you should give it a try. So head over to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to go to launch. Uh, go to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth. Save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thor Ragnarok's pretty good. Ragnarok. Oh, That's that, definitely up there. I always say that, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier's great. St oh, yeah, Ragnarok's I up like there for me, I like the first Iron Man too. a lot. First Iron Man's quality. But I, yeah, and I, I remember watching Ragnarok in the theaters, and when it was over, I was like, man, why weren't there movies like that when I was a little boy? Like, when I was a little kid, like, <laughs> yeah. this would have been a movie I would have watched, like, every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, uh, first Iron Man came up, and Gwyneth Paltrow comes on screen. She's like, I don't like her. Why is she in? Because she, she's now, like, pseudoscience goop. Pushing, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. and my girlfriend works in like public health and that kind of thing, and so she hates that kind of stuff. And I was like, "Well, when we saw this, she wasn't doing that yet, and so it really wasn't that big of a deal that she was in it." But yeah, now I'm just like, I don't really care to see Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. and stuff because of like. But you could almost separate it because it was like before she. That's the same is that she's 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 that. now seeing it all fresh with a 2021 perspective, and sure. so she doesn't have that disconnect. Um, even there, she uh, she even. I know, you know, I actually, I, I don't want to say something because in case she might watch this about something she said that I, I can't, she keeps saying stuff that I want to spoil, um, but I won't because I want her to have the, the, the like the fresh gotta experience. be patient. Yeah. You'll get through it all. Do you think you're going to try to film her reactions to anything? I should, I guess. I like, should. There are certain things that happen that are clearly like huge moments, both sad and happy. Yeah. That I yeah. Think, like, there's, there's seeing some... people's reactions always fun. She got, she was so, she actually called it maybe about a minute before when Loki's having a conversation with Tony Stark in Avengers Tower, in Stark Tower in Avengers. And it's when Iron Man switches into that new suit that catches in midair. And she's getting so frustrated with Loki. Like she really sees him as a, a villain. <clears throat> I love Loki. I know everyone's, everyone loves Tom Hiddleston now, but she like really sees him as a villain, doesn't like him. And so she was just like, What's, I think like, oh, because Thor starts fighting him a little bit before Thor leaves. It's like, can Thor just smash him? Can someone finally just smash him? I was like, 
like 30 seconds yeah. you'll see it like and so then finally when Th when when Hulk, Hulk just slammed <laughs> yeah. she was like yes that's what i wanted <laughs> they knew yeah. the people who made this movie knew yeah. you that was, that's to such a funny that's such a great moment yeah puny god iconic some might say yes um <laughs> Have you watched uh, Witcher with her? Have you watched Witcher season two? Not done Witcher with her. Um, it's one of the rare Netflix series that she hasn't watched. Um, but I've been watching I'm about halfway through the season. Mm -hmm. I like it. Do you watch season two? I haven't seen any of the Witcher. Oh, you haven't seen any of it? Mm -mm. Excellent. Excellent show. And I thought season two had a lot to live up to. And... <laughs> they just fucking kill it. I mean, they, it, just, it, yeah. they just knock it out of the park. Right out of the bat, I like season two because it got into it better. Like, the, the biggest letdown of season one is how long it takes to get into it and into the first season. Well, like, episodes. Well, season, yeah, because it does that, like, time-shifting thing where season one starts <clears throat> at the end of the story. Oh, okay. And then it's like... You like have to kind of like rewind, and is then it like, like Memento almost. No, it's not like backwards. <laughs> there's some duality. Anything. There's yeah. some dual like storylines happening. Yeah, so it's like you, there's a lot of setup because of that. But it, like all of that's done by the time season two starts. So it's just okay. like get right to it. I like to work out while I'm watching Witcher. It's good to see Henry on the TV. I was gonna say Henry. <laughs> is it Cavill? 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 How do you actually Henry Cavill? Cavill. Cavill. I think Blaine says Cavill. Cavill. I, it's like Cruella Deville. I, <laughs> Which, by the way, Cruella, great movie. I liked it. I keep meaning to watch it. It's. I really enjoyed it. I thought Emma Stone was a delight. My kids liked it a lot. You didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't like it. <laughs> That's, okay. That's okay. I enjoyed it. Um, on The Witcher, though, I do love uh, uh, one of my favorite online commentators, Anthony Oliveira. Uh, he commented something that, like, he put to words some of those in my head, where he's like, after you see Henry Cavill, who's like built like you know a brick house and has you know a back as wide as the grand canyon and you know it looks like an adonis made out of marble then he shows up at the house full of all the other witchers and you just assume that all witchers are gorgeous creatures and it's like just a house full of like <laughs> schlubby like halfsies okay looking dudes i'm like is 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 Henry? It's just is Geralt really just the pretty are you, one? Are we gonna talk about how? <laughs> is, is, are we gonna talk about how he's the only pretty one in the room? <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna look hideous next to him. But there's 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 like there's like a step and then there's a drop off yeah, and then okay. the show it's a drop off of like you know because uh, like talk about but who are you gonna cast next to him you've already got Henry Cavill like who are you gonna put we're talking about the Avengers and you got Chris Evans next to Hemsworth and that kind of thing there's, there's some good looking boys there's a reason Henry Cavill's not an Avenger I'm just saying yeah because he's in DC movies he, he I guess that's, <laughs> that's he's true. taken he's already there's, Superman there's a there's a rumor going around that the Flash film is going to reboot the dceu and negate uh ca ca uh henry cavill and ben affleck stuff oh my god i mean <laughs> how many times are they going to restart shit i do love this reaction because i think most people have this reaction i was reading the reddit post about this and most people's reaction was upset about it the comic book reader in me goes yeah they do that all the time in crisis on infinite earth yeah but i think flashpoint i think rebirth we, we see marvel Making, oh, making oh, a 10-year plan oh, and fucking killing it. On a, on a movie like, level. And then DC's like, yeah, we're going to do this. Uh, ben Affleck's going to be Batman. No, wait, no. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> uh, Jared Leto's going to be the Joker for three minutes. Yeah, no. no so, <laughs> we're going to go somewhere else. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker now. Like, <laughs> Man. In a standalone movie that doesn't interact with the other ones. It's whiplash all yeah. over the place. It just, it, it just it makes me think of the most recent Star Wars films where 
they're all sequels to each other but they have different directors with no overarching story well some of the best stuff i think now with these kind of franchises is the standalones like even in dc uh the new suicide squad it was a fantastic fan- it was a fantastic movie oh yeah i, uh, I, I also loved birds of prey birds of prey. prey was great birds of prey was great fantastic movie I it wish, was with tertiary like connection to the DCEU, you know. Yeah. I wish they hadn't given away the big bad monster in the trailers for the yeah. Suicide Squad. I don't uh, like trailers anymore. Yeah, it's like, I wish that had been saved for like in the movie. That would have been so awesome. Uh, I just remember I saw Marco Robbie in person, and I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was just like, ha ha. <laughs> I didn't know how to form words. She was like twenty feet away from me, but still, I was just like, still pretty close. <gasps> But I mean, they're gonna they're about to do it with uh, the Batman. Yeah, that's that's standalone. The Batman. It'll probably be fine. It'll be good. I'm looking forward I'm to Robert Pattinson. I'm excited to see him as as the Batman. I yeah. like that, Robbie. Everything I've seen so far from it looks really good. Yeah, the trailers look good. Did, did you all ever see the Lighthouse? No. With Willem Dafoe no, and Robert Pattinson. It. It's free on Amazon yeah. Prime Video. It's been there staring at me, and I'm like, I probably should. I don't feel like it. You, you know, when you're looking at stuff, you're like, I should watch that. There's a lot of movies but, where I'm just like, I don't know if I'll ever be in the mood to watch that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the same with me. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to watch this. Then one day I was like, fuck it. And I just put it on. I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have. I am in a constant state of having being perpetually tired and anxious. And so often when I do get in, get sit down and watch something, it's very hard for me to pull on stuff that like is very good, but is going to be emotionally draining. Like I tried mm-hmm. to watch, uh, what's the Benedict Cumberbatch Western Power, Power of the Dog? Benedict Cumberbatch. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's the new one right now that like uh, it's got Oscar buzz. Uh, anyways, uh, it, it's supposed to be an amazing film. It's really good. Even uh, uh, Andy Andy Blanchard he uh, told me he's like the it's Power of the Dog. Yeah, oh. he says really good. I couldn't get further than about 30 minutes into it because it's too emotionally draining and sad. And I was like, I want to watch something that's a little bit easier on my brain and is not going to like require so much from me right now. Mm. And so that can sometimes limit me getting to watch certain things. Although, uh, what was something I watched that was actually a bit emotionally? Uh, King Richard. Oh, oh, yeah. Venus Williams' father story with Will Smith. That was good? That was very good. It was very good. Will Smith does a really good job in it. There are um, so many, there are too many options of things to watch to the point where great. you just feel like it's paralyzed great. by choice. Happens to me all the time. Where I'm just like, man, there's like a billion shows and movies that I'm, I've been meaning to watch or start. And I go, <laughs> uh, I just put on a reality that's, show. That's <laughs> the worst is like scrolling through like every different service and like, I'm yeah. going to spend an hour and a half. Like, I'm going to spend a short movie's time looking for something to watch. That's why I love when I finally get into something. Then I could just be like, let's watch the next episode of this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to think about it. Yeah. Versus, I, like, starting something and, and convincing yourself that you want to do that. I think also, like, I'm in different moods sometimes. Like, sometimes I'm like, I want to watch a movie where it's like, I'm going to spend two hours. I'm going to be done with it. Or it's like, I don't have that attention span. But I don't want to watch a one-hour show because then... There's going to be, like, another episode and another. Like, I, I, like, I don't want to get that further invested into it, which, going back, like, that's why, like, sometimes shows, like, how-to are great. Because, like, it's 30 minutes and that's it. If I'm done, I can go do something else. There was a great show on that was recommended to me on HBO that totally lands in that category called The Landscapers. Oh, I keep um, seeing ads for that. It's four episodes. It's bizarre but amazing. Um, it's a story of this couple that got uh, 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 uh Prosecuted for the potential murder of uh, of her murder and burial in the backyard of her parents. Oh, geez. Um, and it's a uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but it's basically Professor Lupin from Harry Potter 
and uh, uh, the the queen from the favorite. Um, oh, uh, Olivia, uh, Olivia Coleman. Yeah, it's them two. What was it? David Thewlis. David Thewlis. Um, and it's it's four episodes. It's it's just it the story ends and it's actually really interesting like uh, 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 of a show and so it's like that's the reason why it's recommended. But if you just want to sit down and watch just four episodes, uh, like, I, I I keep remembering whenever I scroll and I see the like the art for, or not the art like the photo for that. I keep thinking that that actor looks like an older Buster Bluth from Arrested Development. He does. He mm. does because he's got the short hair and everything like that and a, a prominent nose. Um, Buster Bluth. It's a good name. Yeah. Sure. Um, did you watch the Harry Potter reunion? Not yet. I heard, I heard it's fun. It's, I mean, it's a very well done reunion. I think sometimes reunion shows are a little awkward or like just not entertaining. Yeah. They did a really good job. Um, it's very emotional because they have like a lot of moments where they reminisce about people who've passed oh, since yeah. filming, you know, Alan Rickman and oh, yeah. a bunch of people who've been they a part it. of the series. And yeah. It's just like, Whew. It's tough. It's tough to watch in terms of like feeling really bummed out. So about just about like time lo losing good people and like oh, yeah, time yeah, yeah. and you know just I definitely life. should. I've, I, that was. Did you watch it like uh, during the break or before Christmas or something? We watched like? it. Well, it just came out I think on the first. Oh, on the so first, we just okay. watched it this weekend. Yeah, I see. Well, when we've been talking about different things, people keep asking like if we've seen the the Harry in chat here. If people keep asking if we've seen the Harry Potter. And movie I just want to say fuck J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> fuck her. Um, but I think you know Harry Potter and the people involved in making that whole thing come to life. Did a very good job <laughs> and the actors are phenomenal and you know emma watson is an incredible activist and like anything i can do to support her absolutely um but fuck jk rowling <laughs> <laughs> didn't she manage to make herself like like didn't they they like release like the, the the announcement for the new movie and the same day she did something else that got her into the i don't want to get into it but i, I think it was like something about the timing of her managing to still be controversial on a day that i'm sure Warner just wants to promote their new movie. Like, I don't know how you can't be in those offices and probably just be like, can you just shut up? Just stop. Can you just stop? We just need to, like, sell these dumb movies. <laughs> like, I don't mean dumb like the dumb movies, but it's like they just feel like that. We just, like, we're just trying. We're trying to make people happy. We're just trying to sell tickets to these magical, whimsical little movies, you yeah. know? Like, like we're. Stop being a terrible, terrible yeah, just person. Can, can you just let us, like, like, because, uh, because, like, those IPs are so utterly valuable to these production companies talking about marvel yeah. and they probably paid a lot of money for the rights that's to this. what i'm saying yeah. is that like uh i think a reason why a lot of the stuff of way marvel made their early movies was they they had just invested billions of dollars into this comic book company and they needed to like sell to the not like the lowest common denominator but to like the widest breadth of people right and just get all those little boys, because like they were really marketing to the little boys, to just come to the theaters and watch Iron Man shoot lasers out of his hand. They just needed to like do that. And so it's like those IPs are so valuable, especially now that people really just want to go watch stuff they know. And it's the Harry Potter stuff, they're just like, we just want to be able to capitalize on this very popular IP. And the creator just won't shut up. <laughs> like It's just crazy that, that like the 20-year reunion of the first movie, like that's been 20 years. A lot has changed since then, <laughs> but that's crazy. It's just a long, very like hard to wrap your head around period of time. Because I'm just like now the actors, 
like the um, the main three, I guess you'd call them, are like our age. Well, they've been our age. They've, they've, well, been our they've age. already always yeah, yeah, been yeah. our age. But, like, but the, the version of what we see on the movies is no longer, you know, the truth. The kids, and you, yeah. You, you can get reminded immediately with a reunion that they're all just, it's just crazy. They're adults. Time mm. passes, it apparently. It's, uh, you can't stop it. Two twenty two twenty two. Super excited. That's the moral of the story. Two twenty two twenty two. I had my kid said to me to talk about being old. My kid said something to me the other day that was my waking nightmare, and she said, um, "Oh, Dad, I saw your TikTok. That was really funny." Oh no! <laughs> it's time what to does burn, that mean? It's, it's time to burn it all burn it all down, everybody. Like, bye, say goodbye to my social media accounts. Oh, I'm no. deleting them. Time to go private. Is that worse, or is it worse to see your kids' TikToks? Like, oh, I don't want to see there. I, I, I see her filming, like, her kind of stuff um, that she does. Because they are, my kids are, especially my eldest, not obsessed, but they just really, they really, they really idolize the idea of, you know, online TikTok is media creation and influencing and that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, she, I think she was, was she was specifically referencing my my which which made this worse. She was referencing that she saw my Alamo Draft House one, which oh. means she found my personal account, which I'm like, okay. I thought it was like a squad team force. No, me. but she has told me she's Googled me. Mm. Oh God! And I'm like, don't. Yeah. How about you don't? How about I ground you if you do? <laughs> Give me your phone. You never get it back. <sighs> that New Year's one, it's almost at eight million. That's crazy. That's uh, that's it's exciting. We yeah, made a joke. A we made a joke in our meeting today <laughs> where that one has soared past our other record breaker, which one was the earliest ones with mm-hmm. you with the pizza. And like the cumulative views between the platforms is like crazy high. And we're just like, so I mean, we just take take a break in January. Can we just like, we hit our view quota? Yeah, we hit our quota. Because <laughs> I I was like explaining who was I explaining it to you like Twitch chat or my girlfriend. I was like, let me just like I realized like this is my job. Every day, go in, make the funniest videos on the internet ever. <laughs> that are unique, like that no one's ever done before. Squatting for specifically, like we're supposed to like, just go make the funniest social Do videos ever yeah. and make them as the most popular video ever, if you can. In 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah. But that's our job. That's our job. And we did it. It's fun. Yeah. I think it's, um, it's very different than what we been used to doing at rooster teeth the last you know 10 15 years whatever it is um obviously almost 19 years <sighs> 10 it, years for me it's and so funny to still see eight years eight years the comments are still there like I, I saw a comment on that video on an eight million view video where someone decides to go and this is all that's left of rooster teeth i thought that was a joke about after the pandemic. No, I think the it was four of us are I, the only ones left. But that's what I'm saying is that it still was a comment on like that. And I'm like, we just did a viral video that's like not to like pat ourselves on the back, but like clearly like we we still have something of of like of like content to share. People still find it's entertaining. Okay. <laughs> that's probably a conversation I All should right. get into. I should just shut I've, up. I've right been there. trying to I, I think I mentioned this on the podcast maybe a couple two or three weeks ago. It's like I'm trying to be better about not acknowledging negative comments and call. then to try to find and signal boost positive comments which is why a couple of weeks ago i talked about the guy who was going to ride the tour de france mm-hmm. yeah. uh, like trying to find bright spots in the community and highlight I, that i loved everybody who caught blaine's arm sling 
<laughs> that in the first shot he we got him out of his arm sling and yeah. then in the second he's he's like fully strapped up and Which everything some people were like did you film this before he broke his arm i did like that that the people like watched it through to catch like some of those little things yeah we there. just filmed our actual new year's eve celebration <laughs> back, in back, 2019 yeah it just we just thought like hey let's film this just for fun yeah it just so happened. I like the people in chat who are who are still here hanging out. Positivity. Yeah. I think that's something I definitely want to work on this year of just like having a more positive mindset because the fuck your mind is so immensely powerful that if you feel a certain way or think that you feel a certain way and like dwell on that feeling or think things are going to go wrong, they will. And like that's is going to be how you feel. You you're going to feel shitty about shit versus like I want to tell myself every day that I am happy. With crazy eyes. Well, myself, I think I'm happy, and I, then maybe I will be. <laughs> okay, you'll convince yourself. I mean, that's an option of just of just uh, abject uh, uh, defiance to. Yeah, I'm gonna say, fuck you, <laughs> brain. I. It's still. I think it still is also healthy to acknowledge your own that you your own the your own reality. Like I even had a, a session with my therapist, and he called me up because we do it over phone. He's like, how was your day? I was like, it was, let's just put it mildly terrible. And he's like, well, can it just be terrible? And I said, yes, but let me explain it to you, therapist. I feel bad telling you that my day was terrible and unloading on you because I'm that anxious of a person mm -hmm. that I feel bad letting you know that <laughs> today was that terrible. Like I want to like kind of like m middle it down a little for you so I don't like overwhelm yeah. you. My well, therapist, job, I, I'm paying you. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think there is like, it's okay to acknowledge like if you're having bad times, but positive Absolutely. outfit and uh, outlook. And I think it's more of if you assume things are going to go wrong or just like go into something thinking it's going to be bad. Sure. It will be like self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a self-fulfilling. Like there, there is, I don't want to use the word manifesting because I kind of don't, I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of like that term, but just more of like, I, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to look for the positivity. I'm going to look for the, the good comments and like, think about those rather than think like, oh, people are going to say that, like, I talk too much in this thing or like that. I, you know, this joke I made was really bad or whatever. Like, I don't want to go down that path anymore because I've done too much of that. Yeah. Don't don't give that way of thinking any power. I want to be known as the happy person this year. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you said that. I want to be known as the happy person. I want right to be now. known as the happy person this year. I will say on a positive note because I can be a negative Nancy and an anxious little boy, but uh, that uh 2021 has been great to watch people join us on this squad team force journey and especially the comments in on the Roosty site and the direct comments that people get into our socials. Also, about. yes, we know the name is dumb. We know that. We the, know that. Yeah. We know the name. No, no, is that's, dumb. I don't care. I, I <laughs> no, love the name. You could stop but telling I'm saying us like that. The, to to watch people comment on like the hard modes and and even just to find us on their social media and get so excited that we random show up on their for you page. Like I love seeing people. Oh hell yeah! Enjoying it. Like you know the com like reading the comments on our Minecraft videos or seeing people in chat right now or even seeing people in chat when we're streaming on Thursday and they're they're the people that show up that just want to like you know have fun with have us. Have a good and, time and want to participate in this and like even the people like i get more people now more than ever that show up in my own personal twitch chat that come in to want to comment on things like stinky dragon and mm -hmm. they want to like mm -hmm. talk about how much they fucking love it's a great show you should listen to show. It. everyone pointing at um, and i'm like yes please do that come tell me how much you like I my my just, terrible broken scottish accent it's nice stinky to dragon. have 
people who want to be there. Yeah. It's nice to to make content for an audience that just wants to have a good time and enjoy what we're doing and just be positive. And that's it. Like, I, that's why I think it's really fun to have this, like, new slate of content and new brand that we're doing because, like, the people who've come over and joined us for the stuff are people who, like, are really excited for it. Like, we are. So, I agree. I think that's been a really cool thing that happened this past year that I'm looking forward to more in 2022. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Is that you shooting a laser gun that shoots twos? Photoshop the twos in everywhere. Four, four, four. Four. Um... So I mean, all, 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 all that being said, uh, I, I feel like I, I do need to mention something. Uh, you know, we have the very normal podcast tour coming up here uh, really soon. Um, you know, the the Austin show for a very normal podcast tour uh, with Rooster Teeth Podcast entered today uh, will be postponed to April first. Uh, it was originally January 15th. January fifteenth. You know, with holidays just passed, we want to do our part to maintain everyone's safety. Provide a buffer for everyone to recover. Uh, I think the new date's great. Uh, you know, we had a, uh, a few different dates to choose from. Uh, April 1st, it's our anniversary. You know, uh, I'm excited to be able to host the, uh, the Austin show on Rushi's 19th anniversary. Uh, you I can drink in Canada. <laughs> hey, it's monumental. Some places in Canada. Uh, you know, the events team has been uh, constantly monitoring data, working with uh, uh, epistemics to make sure the safest decisions for events this year. Uh, we can't wait to go on tour. Look forward to the rest of a very normal podcast tour shows that are still to be announced. Uh, the February 11th show in Chicago will move forward to schedule Face Jam and a special guest podcast, which is going to be announced this week. Um, for those of you who already have a ticket for the January 15th show here in Austin at Stateside Theater, you will receive an email at noon central time tomorrow, uh, Tuesday the 4th, from Stateside Theater verifying your ticket will be automatically rolled over to the same seats on the new show date, April 1st, 2022. Uh, if you're no longer able to make it, you'll be able to contact the box office for a refund. So no sweat. Please, we hope you can join us April 1st. We just want to, we just want to be safe. We want you to be safe. We want us to be safe. We want everyone to be safe. And uh, hopefully we can, we can all have good times April 1st. No, it's not an April Fool's joke. <laughs> That's really our, <laughs> That's anniversary. our anniversary. Yes. 19 years. So it'll be extra that. fun. Even more fun for people because yeah. they'll get to be there for our anniversary. It'll be an anniversary celebration. Yes. 100%. It's going to be nice to do a live show again. Yeah, I was really looking forward to this one. It's been a long time. <laughs> just have to wait a little, a little longer. We'll get, we'll get there. I am so excited for RTX. Yes. Like that especially too is having that back in person. I'm so excited. You know what get me really excited about RTX? What's going to get you really excited about RTX? That everybody who wants to come to RTX gets vaccinated and boosted. Yeah, baby. Would, that, would that would make me very, very excited. Please that do that. I got the boost. I have... I, I, I'm, yeah, here's my little thing. I'm excited about RTX. Uh, for a couple of years when we were still being a person, I started the tradition of showing up to the convention with old doubles of my, either my X-Men trading cards or Pokemon trading cards. And I would give them out to anybody who wanted them. And that's what I would sign. And I would just, so if they had something to sign, I'd sign a Pokemon card, give it to them. And since we haven't gotten to do that in two years, I have so many doubles <laughs> of so many Pokemon cards that I want to give away as many Pokemon cards as possible, and I want it. That's what I'm excited. You to have do. like a big sack. I got a big old sack. And grab uh, one. Uh, you know, I'm gonna sign them. I'm gonna just throw them out there, but I have some fun. <laughs> and if you show your vaccine card to John, he'll give you t triple. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a hollow. <laughs> Man, I uh, I kind of screwed up the timing of something 
uh, was it last week or the week before? Right before, I had scheduled, initially I had scheduled to get a flu shot like in early December. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the place I was going to get it, like called me the day before. Uh, and I had to schedule that like two weeks in advance. The pl- place I was going to get it called me the day before I was supposed to get my flu shot. And they're like, yeah, uh, we need to cancel your appointment. Um, you can reschedule online. So I went to reschedule online and it's like, oh, now I have to wait like another three weeks. Why? What happened? I, who fucking knows? So I, I feel I, like you could walk in to any place and get a flu shot. I was shot. so fucking annoyed. Go to the like uh, HEB. I didn't think about HEB. This was like, it was Walgreens. I'll call them out. It was Walgreens who canceled <laughs> on me. The day before my there fucking vaccine. There goes all that Walgreens money we were going to get, guys. Goddamn. So I, uh, I rebooked. I was so mad. I rebooked with CVS. But I still had to wait like three weeks. So it was like a couple days before Christmas. Uh, I had to get my, uh, my flu shot. And uh, I got it. I was like, yeah, I got my flu shot. All set. And then like the next day, I started feeling kind of crummy. Yeah. And I was like, uh-oh. Is this COVID? <laughs> Is this cedar allergies? Or is this side effects from the flu shot? Or all three. <laughs> yeah, so, I like, <laughs> uh, so I like I was taking COVID tests like crazy. Like they they all came back negative. But so I guess it was just like side effects from uh, from the flu vaccine. And it wasn't like I was running a fever or anything. It was just like just you know like that general Icky. crumminess. Yeah. Like you're not feeling entirely right. Uh, I, that's I that's so that nervous. is my least favorite guessing game. I'm gonna be honest. That's and, we're, my... and we're in peak cedar allergy mm-hmm. season. Yeah, oh, right we now. are. Like, the allergies like, are so bad. It is just hammering us. And then we've also had a lot of like mold in the uh, going on as well. And, and it's s- getting cold all of a sudden, so people are getting like the, <laughs> you know, when the weather shifts from really warm to really cold, just like that sickness that happens. I, uh... um, I, I was debating whether or not to mention it publicly or even on the podcast, but um, I actually tested positive for COVID. She did uh, on the twenty first. Merry Christmas. Which <laughs> was the day that Trevor and I were supposed to fly to Indiana. Yeah. Ooh. And I, I woke up that morning just like, it felt like kind of like, um, you know, when you have to swallow a lot because like you have that post-nasal drip. Oh. And uh, Trevor's like, you should probably get tested just in case. I did. It was positive. Um, I had about seven hours of symptoms. Yeah. Thank you, booster <laughs> and vaccine. <laughs> Cannot recommend enough. Um, I had a fever for a few hours. I had some chills and a headache. And then by the night, it was all gone. That's good. I'm I had glad. some congestion for a few days. I isolated for 10 days. Trevor and I did not sleep in the same bed. We wore masks in the house the entire time, which was not a fun way to spend the break, let me tell you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Staying in my office for 10 days, not being able to like be, like show any affection to Trevor, which is like my favorite pastime. You wave through a window or something. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Send notes to the door. Uh, and he actually stayed negative the entire time. That's good. He's still in the clear. So I... Cannot recommend getting your vaccine and your booster as soon as you can, um, because clearly it, it really helped mitigate the symptoms, but also wear a mask if you're going anywhere publicly, be safe, and if you do have any sort of symptoms, do take a test if you can, because mm-hmm. I thought it was just a little bit of Allergies a cold. Allergies or something, yeah. Yeah. Or just pull a John and be an introvert and go, introvert and go nowhere and just, <laughs> you know play video games and and watch youtube videos as much as you can that's that also works. Yeah. <laughs> it's different every something different for everyone i i know i uh i i, I joke i me and gus even joke plenty of times about being the introverts who just are like it, it's uh, yeah i mean I'm, I'm a pretty big introvert but even this past like two oh, years has been has been, the, has been yeah, extreme yeah yeah. yeah 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 there is there is a limit a hundred percent yeah um well, again, like we're all very careful. I've been very careful, um, but just that Omicron, that Omicron, it's apparently 
She's some just bitch. as, if not more, infectious than the measles. Ooh. Contagious. Sorry, than the measles, which is up until this point the most contagious virus mm -hmm. ever. Um, so it, it 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 finds people. <laughs> Anytime it's I was telling um someone this earlier today. I was going through like people's social media over the break and like watching people celebrate Christmas and going out for New Year's. And every time I would see people like at a bar or at a restaurant or like hanging out with a big group of friends, I just went, You're gonna get COVID. Yeah. You're gonna get COVID. Like yeah. I, it's inevitable if I, you're out in public now. I tested uh, you know, because we, we had been close to each other mm -hmm. um, before you tested positive. I tested every day after that. Yeah. Because with Christmas coming up, you know, I knew I had family visiting, you know, and every test came back negative. And even when my family came up to visit, before they even came into my house, I was like, hey, let's sit in your, let's you sit in your car for 10 minutes. I'm going <laughs> to swab this in your nose. We're going to run some tests before you're, you come into the house. You come out, like, to test them with yeah, your gloves. I, I felt like I was doing the COVID test here, <laughs> yeah. telling them and, uh, and doing all the testing just to try to be safe. So, yeah, same thing when I see, like, you know, um, people out and about. It's like, yeah, it's uh, it's spreading. That's why numbers are it's crazy, super crazy high. It's but crazy. hopefully, hopefully, people this, get mild cases. <laughs> if they do, hopefully, it's mild, and hopefully, this also could be the end of it. You know, because it, it's maybe. it's replacing Delta already. I think they've seen that. that yeah, it's overtaking Delta in terms of like the most. I don't want to say the most popular case. The most. It's the uh, must-have case of the season. Case. The most. A few years uh, ago, it was Tickle Me Elmo. Uh, now it's Omicron. Oh, that was another good movie. Was uh, Street Gang? It was a Sesame Street documentary on HBO Max. Oh, I haven't even seen that. It's really good. Sorry, you just talked about Sesame. Is it like a gritty reboot, Street Gang? No, it's like it's oh. a it's a documentary. It's it's the making of Sesame uh. Street uh, with everything like that. Sorry, you mentioned Sesame Street. Muppet and Fanatic right here I had to point that out. If you've got it, go go watch it. It's really fantastic. <laughs> And and get vaccinated. <laughs> yes, T those are the main takeaways for yeah. this podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, Big Bird got vaccinated, so look at him. Then he became a target. Then he became a target for. <laughs> he's for a he's a puppet of the government. For some literally, people for government some. funded puppet. He is. Wait. Hmm. He works for the man. He's a he government does. funded puppet. <laughs> he is. PBS. Uh, um. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, I want to thank everyone for watching. We will see you guys again next week. Stay safe. Toot 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 toot.